This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever wondered if your cultural lens affects the way you read and interpret scripture? For example, when Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, what did he really mean? Stick around after today's Bible reading to find out. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Presented by Innervar City Press. The Daily Audio Bible Podcast, read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes, that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Deuteronomy chapter 13. Suppose a prophet or one who foretells by dreams should appear among you and show you a sign or wonder, and the sign or wonder should come to pass concerning what he said to you, namely, let us follow other gods, gods whom you have not previously known, and let us serve them. You must not listen to the words of that prophet or dreamer, for the Lord your God will be testing you to see if you love him with all your mind and being. You must follow the Lord your God and revere only him, and you must obey his commandments, obey him, serve him, and remain loyal to him. As for that prophet or dreamer, he must be executed because he encouraged rebellion against the Lord your God, who brought you from the land of Egypt, redeeming you from that place of slavery, and because he has tried to entice you from the way the Lord your God has commanded you to go. In this way, you must purge evil from among you. False Prophets in the Family Suppose your own full brother, your son, your daughter, your beloved wife, or your closest friend should seduce you secretly and encourage you to go and serve other gods that neither you nor your ancestors have previously known. The gods of the surrounding people, whether near you or far from you, from one end of the earth to the other. You must not give in to him or even listen to him. Do not feel sympathy for him or spare him or cover up for him. Instead, you must kill him without fail. Your own hand must be the first to strike him and in the hands of the whole community. You must stone him to death because he tried to entice you away from the Lord your God who delivered you from the land of Egypt, that place of slavery. Thus, all Israel will hear and be afraid. No longer will they continue to do evil like this among you. Punishment of Community Idolatry Suppose you should hear in one of your cities, which the Lord your God is giving you as a place to live, that some evil people have departed from among you to entice the inhabitants of their cities, saying, Let's go and serve other gods whom you have not known before. You must investigate thoroughly and inquire carefully. 
If it is indeed true that such a disgraceful thing is being done among you, you must by all means slaughter the inhabitants of that city with the sword, annihilate with the sword everyone in it, as well as the livestock. You must gather all of its plunder into the middle of the plaza and burn the city and all its plunder as a whole burnt offering to the Lord your God. It will be an abandoned ruin forever. It must never be rebuilt again. You must not take for yourself anything that has been placed under judgment. Then the Lord will relent from his intense anger, show you compassion, have mercy on you, and multiply you as he promised your ancestors. Thus, you must obey the Lord your God, keeping all his commandments that I am giving you today and doing what is right before him. Deuteronomy chapter 18 verses 9 through 22. Prohibited Occult Practices When you enter the land the Lord your God is giving you, you must not learn the abhorrent practices of those nations. There must never be found among you anyone who sacrifices his son or daughter in the fire, anyone who practices divination, an omen reader, a soothsayer, a sorcerer, one who casts spells, one who conjures up spirits, a practitioner of the occult, or a necromancer. Whoever does these things is abhorrent to the Lord, and because of these detestable things, the Lord your God is about to drive them out from before you. You must be blameless before the Lord your God. Those nations that you are about to dispossess listen to omen readers and diviners. But the Lord your God has not given you permission to do such thing. The Lord your God will raise up for you a prophet like me from among you, from your fellow Israelites. You must listen to him. This accords with what happened at Horeb in the day of the assembly. You asked the Lord your God, please do not make us hear the voice of the Lord our God anymore or see this great fire anymore lest we die. The Lord then said to me, What they have said is good. I will raise up a prophet like you for them from among their fellow Israelites. I will put my words in his mouth and he will speak to them whatever I command. I will personally hold responsible anyone who then pays no attention to the words that prophet speaks in my name. But if any prophet presumes to speak anything in my name that I have not authorized him to speak or speaks in the name of other gods, that prophet must die. Now, if you say to yourselves, how can we tell that a message is not from the Lord? Whenever a prophet speaks in my name, and the prediction is not fulfilled, then I have not spoken it. The prophet has presumed to speak it, so you need not fear him. Deuteronomy chapter 26. Presentation of the first fruits. When you enter the land that the Lord your God is giving you as an inheritance, and you occupy it and live in it, you must take the first of all the ground's produce you harvest from the land the Lord your God is giving you, place it in a basket, and go to the place where he chooses to locate his name. You must go to the priest in office at that time and say to him, I declare today to the Lord your God that I have come into the land that the Lord promised to our ancestors to give us. The priest will then take the basket from you and set it before the altar of the Lord your God. Then you must affirm before the Lord your God, a wandering Aramean was my ancestor. And he went down to Egypt and lived there as a foreigner with the household few in number. But there he became a great, powerful, and numerous people. But the Egyptians mistreated and oppressed us, forcing us to do burdensome labor. So we cried out to the Lord, the God of our ancestors, and he heard us and saw our humiliation, toil, and oppression. Therefore the Lord brought us out of Egypt with tremendous strength and power, as well as with great awe-inspiring signs and wonders. Then he brought us to this place and gave us this land, a land flowing with milk and honey. So now look, I have brought the first of the ground's produce that you, Lord, have given me. Then you must set it down before the Lord your God and worship before him. You will celebrate all the good things that the Lord your God has given you and your family, along with the Levites and the resident foreigners among you. Presentation of the Third Year Tithe 
When you finish tithing all your income in the third year, the year of tithing, you must give it to the Levites, the resident foreigners, the orphans, and the widows, so that they may eat to their satisfaction in your villages. Then you shall say before the Lord your God, I have removed the sacred offering from my house and given it to the Levites, the resident foreigners, the orphans, and the widows, just as you have commanded me. I have not violated or forgotten your commandments. I have not eaten anything when I was in mourning or removed any of it while ceremonially unclean or offered any of it to the dead. I have obeyed you and have done everything you have commanded me. Look down from your holy dwelling place in heaven and bless your people Israel and the land you have given us, just as you promised our ancestors, a land flowing with milk and honey. Narrative Interlude Today, the Lord your God is commanding you to keep these statutes and ordinances, something you must do with all your heart and soul. Today, you have declared the Lord to be your God and that you will walk in his ways, keep his statutes, commandments, and ordinances, and obey him. And today, the Lord has declared you to be his special people, as he already promised you, so you may keep all his commandments. Then he will elevate you above all the nations he has made, and you will receive praise, fame, and honor. You will be a people holy to the Lord your God, as he has said. Deuteronomy chapter 28 verses 1 through 14. The Covenant Blessings If you indeed obey the Lord your God and are careful to observe all His commandments I am giving you today, the Lord your God will elevate you above all the nations of the earth. All these blessings will come to you in abundance if you obey the Lord your God. You will be blessed in the city and blessed in the field. Your children will be blessed, as well as the produce of your soil, the offspring of your livestock, the calves of your herds, and the lambs of your flock. Your basket and your mixing bowl will be blessed. You will be blessed when you come in and blessed when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who attack you to be struck down before you. They will attack you from one direction, but flee from you in seven different directions. The Lord will decree blessing for you with respect to your barns and in everything you do. Yes, he will bless you in the land he has given you. The Lord will designate you as his holy people, just as he promised you. If you keep his commandments and obey him, then all the peoples of the earth will see that you belong to the Lord and they will respect you. The Lord will greatly multiply your children, the offspring of your livestock and the produce of your soil and the land that he promised your ancestors he would give you. The Lord will open for you his good treasure house, the heavens, to give you rain for the land in its season and to bless all you do. You will lend to many nations, but you will not borrow from any. The Lord will make you the head and not the tail, and you will always end up at the top and not at the bottom if you obey his commandments that I am urging you today to be careful to do. But you must not turn away from all the commandments I am giving you today to either the right or left, nor pursue other gods and worship them. New Testament reading, Romans chapter 16, personal greetings. Now I commend to you our sister Phoebe, who was a servant of the church in Centria, so that you may welcome her in the Lord in a way worthy of the saints and provide her with whatever help she may need from you. For she has been a great help to many, including me. Greet Prisca and Aquila, my fellow workers in Christ Jesus, who risked their own necks for my life. Not only I, but all the churches of the Gentiles are grateful to them. Also greet the church in their house. Greet my dear friend Epinetus, who was the first convert to Christ in the province of Asia. Greet Mary, who has worked very hard for you. Greet Andronicus and Junia, my compatriots, and my fellow prisoners. They are well known to the apostles, and they were in Christ before me. Greet Ampliatus, my dear friend in the Lord. Greet Urbanus, our fellow worker in Christ, and my good friend Stachys. Greet Apelles, who is approved in Christ. Greet those who belong 
to the household of Aristobulus. Greet Herodian, my compatriot. Greet those in the household of Narcissus, who are in the Lord. Greet Tryphena and Tryphosa, laborers in the Lord. Greet my dear friend Persis, who worked hard in the Lord. Greet Rufus, chosen in the Lord, and his mother, who was also a mother to me. Greet Ancicritus, Phlegon, Hermes, Patrobas, Hermas, and the brothers and sisters with them. Greet Philologus and Julia, Nereus, and his sister, and Olympus, and all the believers who are with them. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the churches of Christ greet you. Now I urge you, brothers and sisters, to watch out for those who create dissensions and obstacles contrary to the teaching that you learned. Avoid them, for these are the kind who do not serve our Lord Christ, but their own appetites. By their smooth talk and flattery, they deceive the minds of the naive. Your obedience is known to all, and thus I rejoice over you. But I want you to be wise in what is good and innocent in what is evil. The God of peace will quickly crush Satan under your feet. The grace of our Lord Jesus be with you. Timothy, my fellow worker, greets you. So does Lucius, Jason, and Sosipater, my compatriots. I, Tertius, who am writing this letter, greet you in the Lord. Gaius, who is a host to me, and the whole church greets you. Erastus, the city treasurer, and our brother Cordus greet you. Now to him who is able to strengthen you according to my gospel and the proclamation of Jesus Christ according to the revelation of the mystery that had been kept secret for long ages, but now is disclosed and through the prophetic scriptures has been made known to all the nations according to the command of the eternal God to bring about the obedience of faith to the only wise God through Jesus Christ. Be glory forever. Amen. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. God, I thank you. God of abundance, I thank you. Thank you, thank you, O God, for the reminder. God, in your word, of course, it harkens back, O Lord God, or reminds me of Fred Hammond's song. We are blessed, blessed in the city. We're blessed in the fields. We're blessed when we come and when we go. Thank you, God. We cast down every stronghold. Sickness and poverty must cease, for the devil is defeated. We are blessed. God, I thank you. Thank you so much, oh God, for your word, oh God, that, that your word can be put to songs, oh God, and, and it's a way for us to remember uh, your scriptures, your word of life spoken to us, oh God, that are etched, oh God, into our spirits, oh Lord God, and into our minds, oh God, that we can recall them, oh Lord God, when in our time of need, oh God, or when we just simply want to meditate on your word. So we thank you for that, Lord. Thank you for your provision, those that reminder. Oh God, that you are our great reward. Oh God, that you are our recompense. Oh Lord, Father, be with us. Continue to strengthen us. God, I thank you for even the personal greetings, oh God, in Romans, oh Lord God, and the testimonies of those who have labored for your kingdom and that their names are, are written, oh God, here in your word, oh God. And I thank you, God, that it actually is a reminder, oh God. There's so many, so many people who came to faith and came to faith in Jesus and did things for the kingdom, oh God, who are whose names are not written in this book. Many nameless saints, oh God. And I thank you, oh God, that we know for sure that even those nameless saints, that we can think forward into glory and think about the fact that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. If we keep the faith, 
if we hold on to God's unchanging hand, if we continue to wash, oh God, our robes in the blood of Jesus, would you help us to know that yes, our names will be written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. We're grateful, God. I'm grateful for salvation. I'm grateful for eternal life. I'm grateful for glory, oh God, that's yet unseen, oh God, but is coming soon and very soon. It's coming, oh God. Would you help us, oh Lord God, to think about that glorious day, oh Lord God, and work, oh God, as long as it is today, oh Lord God. Help us, oh God, to work as we wait, oh Lord God, to work as we anticipate Christ's arrival, God. I pray this in the mighty and matchless name of Jesus. Amen. In their book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes, biblical scholars Brandon O'Brien and E. Randolph Richards shed light on the ways that Western readers often misunderstand the cultural dynamics of the Bible. When Paul exhorted women to dress modestly, he was likely not referring to racy clothing, but instead, he was most likely concerned about economic modesty, that Christian women not flaunt their wealth through expensive clothes, braided hair, and gold jewelry. Getting beyond our cultural assumptions is increasingly important for being Christians in our interconnected and globalized world. Learn to read scripture as a member of the global body of Christ with the book, Misreading Scripture with Western Eyes. As a listener of this podcast, you can get 30% off plus free U.S. shipping when you use the promo code, The Word. That's promo code T-H-E-W-O-R-D at ivpress.com. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things, practice these things, and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from BibleStudyTogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee. Yeah.